time to cover all things Catholic in the heart of South and Central Texas. Live from the studios of the Guadalupe Radio Network. Get ready to rise and walk. Woohoo, folks! All right, it's going to be a great show today. I cannot wait. Uh, I want to jump into telling you all about it, but I want to say good afternoon, first of all, to all of you tuning in right now to the Guadalupe Radio Network here in South and Central Texas. Thank you for joining us today here on Rise and Walk. This is going to be a very, very special show, and I hope you're ready for another local and live show with all things Catholic. But first, got to say happy birthday to the church. Pentecost Sunday was yesterday. Bam! The Holy Spirit among us. Of course, he's been with us since the first Pentecost, but just to celebrate that event is so, so amazing. Uh, I wish we celebrated that every single Sunday. We should celebrate every single day. Uh, think about it. As Catholics, we get to, uh, get to attend Holy Mass mm. every day and receive him in the Holy Eucharist every single day. Man. We are so blessed. Uh, folks, today on today's show, uh, we're going to have two of my favorite priests on the air with, with Sean and I. Sean and me. I forget how I say that. <laughs> and uh, Padre Martin Scott of the Siervos de la Divina Misericordia, or Servants of Divine Mercy, out of Chosica, Lima, Peru, uh, who's in town visiting with friends, of course. But when I heard this, I said, well, you know, can I steal him for a little while and get him on the show? <laughs> so, of course, he said yes. Um, and then we put him in... With another one of my favorites. My, I'm, just, I'm blown away today. Today, I feel very blessed. Uh, Pentecost was yesterday. I had two of my favorite priests here with me today. We're going to be joined by Father Will Combs, pastor of St. Mary Magdalene Catholic Church uh, here in San Antonio, who's hosting a wonderful event at his parish, the Joyful Rosary of Life is what we're going to call it. But we're going to learn more and more about it because I want to pack the parish uh, this coming Friday, yes. May 28th, from 7 to 9 uh, p.m. I think that's the time. Uh, Sean, is that about right? Did I get that? 7 to 9 p.m., the 28th of this month. It ap- actually happens to be the uh, last Friday of the month of Mary. So what a great thing to have at that time. It sure is. But uh, before we get to all of that, let's get to praying, because that's what we're supposed to be doing when we begin everything. So folks, if you'll please join me. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Yeah. Oh, St. Joseph whose protection is so great, so strong, so prompt before the throne of God, I place in thee all my interests and desires. O Saint Joseph, do assist me by thy powerful intercession and obtain for me all spiritual blessings through thy foster son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, so that, having engaged here below thy heavenly power, I may offer thee my thanksgiving and homage to the most loving of fathers. O Saint Joseph, I never weary contemplating thee and Jesus asleep in thine arms. I dare not approach while he reposes near thy heart. Please press him in my name and kiss his fine head for me and ask him to return the kiss when I draw my dying breath. Amen. O St. Joseph, patron of departing souls, pray, pray for, for us. St. Anthony the Padua, pray for us. Our Lady of pray. Guadalupe, pray for us. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Uh, just a few things to catch up uh, with you all on and share with you all. This past Friday evening, I was incredibly blessed to take my two youngest daughters, uh, Ava Maria and Stella Maris, to our fifth, or I think maybe sixth, uh, father-daughter dance. And I got to tell you, we had so much fun. I-, I bring this up specifically because I want all you dads out there listening right now to make it a point to take your daughters out to one of these father-daughter dances. It is so incredible. I love seeing the dynamic present itself. Fathers of, of, of toddlers, 
of preteens, of teens, uh, girls up to 18 years old with their dads, with their daddies. And you should see the way they look at their dads when they're, when they're dancing, whether it's a little bit uh, a faster dance or a slow dance, or to see daddy holding them in their arms. Man, I, folks, I wish we could capture as much of this as we could. I think uh, I've got some, some uh, images on my Instagram account, but it is so beautiful. They will always remember these. And uh, you as your daddy uh, can make this happen. Please do so. Or maybe just take them out to dinner and uh, play some fun music in the car and, and have, have, make those memories. They'll, they'll remember them and, and you'll, I guarantee you will cherish them forever, especially in the years to come when they remember, Daddy, when you took us out on that date, you're like, what? You remember that? They remember all of it. Uh, I got them corsages. We took some fun pictures. And there was about, I think, seven or eight or nine other uh, dads that I knew with us. But I'd say there's about 300, maybe 400 uh, people total. It was truly beautiful. So I want to thank the, the Hill Country Christian Homeschooling Group out there that put it together. They, they was originally scheduled to be earlier in the year, but because of COVID, they had to cancel it. But luckily, they put it back on. Man. Love it. Uh, and today in the church, uh, shifting gears here, uh, being the Monday after Pentecost, uh, Pope Francis uh, inst- uh, started this, or I'm not sure if he's saying still this uh, uh, feast, but um, we celebrate today mem- the memorial of the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mary, Mother of the Church. And I, I love this because Mary, Mother Jesus, Jesus then gave life to the church with water and blood from his, his side. And the church then mothers us into existence through baptism. Devotion to Mary goes hand in hand with devotion to the church because both are mothers. Mother Mary gives the world Christ. Mother Church gives the world Christians. So please, if you have yet to attend Holy Mass today, what are you waiting for? Get to Mass and receive Jesus. You'll be glad you did. Uh, and then I want to throw one more wonderful thing at you. Hopefully, you all some, of, some of you all saw our post on Facebook and our email last week. We had some wonderful news to share with you. Uh, as of June 1st, our current assistant General Manager Sean Rice, uh, he's going to assume the new role uh, as your new General Manager for Guadalupe Radio Network, over five beautiful stations within the South and Central Texas market uh, here within Guadalupe Radio Network. So Uvalde, Kerrville, Fredericksburg, Marble Falls, and of course here in San Antonio, uh, you get a new GM. Congratulations, Sean. I am so very thankful, Richard. I can't even believe it. You know, for, for years and years, I used to be on the other side of this microphone listening to you on the Rise and Walk show, just listening in, and, and now through, um, through, through God's will, and it, it's, it, it's got to be His will, because I would have never thought this for sure, but I'm so thankful. So, well, God bless you. Looking you. forward to you. And some of you are asking, oh, Richard, where are you going? Well, I, I'm not going anywhere. Uh, I'm going to be jumping into a new role uh, titled Guadalupe Radio Network or GRN Executive Director, basically having oversight of four markets to include the D.C. area, uh, the 11 stations making up what we call GRN Southeast. Uh, it's, a, it's our seated in Birmingham, Alabama, uh, covering Florida and Alabama there uh, with some beautiful stations. Also Houston and, of course, good old San Antonio. Almost half of the stations within the 39 stations of the Guadalupe Radio Network. So I'm going to be stationed here. So uh, not going anywhere, but uh, very, very excited about these new changes. So, folks, please keep us both in your prayers, uh, as well as the entire Guadalupe Radio Network. And with that, that's the kind of quick update. Sean, anything I missed there? Anything you want to add? No, I mean, you do a great job covering all things Catholic. Oh, oh, you know what? I could do. I could share this much. Uh, June June 21st, uh, you're going to start a new (laughs) show. He's had that nervous laugh. A new show. We haven't decided on the title yet, so don't don't, don't spoil it. Um, But Sean will be uh, taking over the role as the host 
host of the noon Monday noon show. It's going to change names. It's going to have a little bit of different spin, but we're going to be highlighting. He's going to continue highlighting all the beautiful things happening in South and Central Texas uh, in the Catholic world. So we're very, very thrilled. And then tomorrow, St. Philomena, another one of her beautiful feast days. We're going to be celebrating it with Holy Mass at, I think it's 1210, I was going to say noon, at uh, Church of the Holy Spirit or Holy Spirit Catholic Church the, here in San Antonio on Blanco and Ramsey. Uh, it'll be their, their normal uh, daily mass, and I believe, hopefully it won't be raining, uh, we'll gather together outside her statue uh, there uh, at Church of the Holy Spirit. Uh, we'll pray the litany uh, of St. Philomena that was promulgated by St. John Vianney, one of her wonderful devotees. So please, folks, join us out there. I love seeing the crowd who, who shows up. Um, it's funny, it's a good transition because one of the quotes that St. John Vianney uh, is attributed to is, says, it is impossible to meditate with devotion upon the mysteries of the rosary and live in a state of sin. Now, St. John Vianney was a beautiful devo- devotee and attributes all of the, the miracles that were attributed to him to her intercession. Uh, St. Padre Pio, uh, other, other popes uh, were devoted to her. I mean, she's an amazing saint. And the Arch Confraternity of St. Philomena is just reminding everybody to join us tomorrow at 1210 at Holy Spirit Catholic Church. So, Sean, with that, let's get right to our interview with, with these two holy priests. I have to say, uh, first, thank you so much to Padre Martin Scott for joining us today here on Rise and Walk. 33 years of priest as of last Thursday. I did, yes. Oh, wow. Oh, congratulations. congratulations. Oh, That's so you. beautiful. Thank you, Richard. Thank you, thank you for saying that. Always thrilled to thank have you. you here. Yeah. You look like you're just 33 years old. Ah, now I got to go to confession. Uh, yeah, you need to go to confession. Yes. I'll, I'll, get, I'll get your eyes checked. <laughs> <laughs> Not the eyes of your soul, but uh, your physical eyes, <laughs> your glasses. Thank you, thank you, Father. And then, of course, Father Will Combs. And I said it before the show. Did I say it at the beginning? Who I affectionately say is God's will. <laughs> Folks, you get that. God's will. Yes. And we love him yeah. dearly. In fact, he was the recipient of our 2021 uh, Fishers of Men, uh, uh, I, I'm not sure if I say award, but we gave him a stole um, uh, because he stolen, he stole our hearts. Father, you have an event this coming Friday at your parish. Yes. Uh, yes. We affectionately call the Joyful, uh, the Joyful Mysteries of Life. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about that event, and I'd love to, to get Padre Martin's uh, thoughts about it as well. Great. Certainly, we, we're, we're called to stand in the gap. Uh, I love that passage in Ezekiel chapter 22, right at the end. It's the Lord speaking to uh, Ezekiel the prophet, saying, I look for someone to, to stand in the breach, someone to stand in the gap, um, so I will not pour out my wrath upon the earth. And I found no one. <sighs> so I will pour out my wrath upon the earth. Wrath is simply the consequences uh, of sin. We, we make mad, bad choices. If we put our hands in fire, um, Cyrex says, chapter 15, well, we'll get burned. And so many people are making bad choices. Uh, and so this great prophet, uh, 1995, March 25th, Feast of Annunciation, St. John Paul II, the great. And we get this great encyclical called the Gospel of Life. And he speaks about these two cultures, the culture of life and the culture of death. And there's no spectators. We're all participants. We're either on one side or the other. And in all honesty, many times we're on both sides. So we are called. We are called to repent for our own sins. And we're also called to stand in the gap. And that's what's so beautiful. We just had this celebration of Pentecost to climb into the upper room. In many ways, the upper room is, the, is that place of gap. In between heaven and earth is this place in between place where there's a great battlefield going on. 
And that's what St. Paul speaks about, this great spiritual warfare where these we're battling not against human flesh, but against cosmic powers in, in, in high places. And we're called to climb up into the upper room, and we're called to intercede. And so the author of Hebrews speaks about this most excellent ministry called intercession, to intercede uh, like Jesus on the cross, in between heaven and earth, standing in the gap, crying out, Father, forgive them, they do not know what they're doing. So Friday night is a night of reparation, through acts of reparation, through adoration, through the rosary, uh, the joyful mysteries we'll be praying, uh, through the chapel of divine mercy, begging God for mercy for all the sins against life and against the family. And we need you. We need, we need the whole church on our knees. We will conquer the world on our knees. Uh, and it's coming to that place of powerlessness with our Blessed Mother, Mother of the Church. Mm. At the foot of the cross, we are powerless when we're facing these strong enemies that are stealing and killing and destroying my flock and many families and many souls. And we need each other. Obviously, we need our Savior. We need Jesus. And he commands us to ask, seek, and knock. So that's what Friday night's all about. It's a night of standing in the gap, active reparation, that God indeed may pour out not his wrath, but his mercy on the face of the earth. Oof. That's awesome, isn't it, Padre Martin? It's incredible. And I believe, I think the more we open up our heart to God, the more we realize how awesome God is. Yes. And how he delights at every child of his. Yeah. Mm. Each and every one of us. Yes. For the history of all mankind, God delights in each one of us. Because we were created in his image and likeness. Because we were created in his image and likeness, God has a divine purpose for each one of us. And no person can be told, you don't have a right to be here. Mm. Okay. All of us are precious in his eyes. And we have to realize that. And respond to God with tremendous humility and thanksgiving to God for our own life. For having created us. Because none of us are here on earth by chance. But also to realize that every child, every person, young or old, newborn or with many years, are so precious to God mm -hmm. and respond to God, seek Him out with a tremendous humility, with tremendous trust in Him, and also a tremendous spirit of gratitude. Yes. Okay, I think it's so important for, for His fidelity, for always being there for us. Yes. And for us offering us not only His fidelity, His love here on earth, but especially for what awaits us in heaven. Amen. And to realize that we were created for heaven, that, you know, and I think of that is we were created for heaven, and this life is a gift from God to prepare us for heaven. Yes. Okay? It just, he doesn't just say to us, look, I created you for heaven, then forgets about us. No. <laughs> He's there for us always as always. the best of fathers, but is always there in a very loving and merciful and humble way shows us how how much he's there for us. Like, you know, both of you know that I, on Palm Sunday, suffered a, a fall in my sister's house. I was preparing to go back to Peru, and I had to be operated on my both of my knees. Both of your knees. Wow. And, I, and I, I just came back from Houston. I, had a, uh, I, was, I was invited to be a speaker at a Catholic Charismatic Conference. Yeah, right. 
And I was wor- I was worried about the um, the layout of things. How you know will will everybody be ready for me to go? You know I'm in the process of recuperation. Okay, God took care of everything, mm-hmm. everything, mm-hmm. everything, everything. Mm-hmm. And I just bowed my head in explosive gratitude for God to take care of me. Mm-hmm. And He's so. We say in Spanish the word detallista. He's in charge of every detail. And he's just an awesome God. Yes. Because the Lord, uh, my twin brother, who's a priest, drove to Maryland to spend a week with me, with my nephew. My nephew is my dog, his dog, okay? He's a German shepherd. He's like a, <laughs> he's like a baby. He's incredible. This dog is incredible. Who I think was crying because he saw how I was. I wasn't my old self. Uh. And... Um, my brother and I discerned whether it was God's will that I go to this conference. Huh. And my brother, he said to me, I really feel not only that God wants you to go, but it, that it's necessary that you go. Wow. So it was. I mean, definitely God put fish in my path, and he let me know beforehand that there would be fish. I didn't know who these fish were. <laughs> but definitely that he had me there for a reason. Okay? But I, I just, I just really experience in a deep way, in a very personal way, the closeness of God. Hmm. The closeness of God. And when we unite ourselves to God, to His will, God shows us how close He is to us. Yes. And I can say that, you know, in, in a new way. You know, I'm still recuperating, but He's so faithful. The doctors are amazed. The therapists are amazed. And he's there for me. He's always there for me. And he's always there for us. How beautiful. If you're just tuning in right now, that's Father Martin Scott of the Siervos de la Divina Misericordia, the Servants of Divine Mercy. We also have Father Will Combs. So this is, you know, this is a personal, what do you call it? What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Richard Rainer's favorite show. Because <laughs> I got two of my favorite priests here with us right now. Uh-huh. I'm very thrilled. I'm bringing you uh, this because uh, we want to highlight an event this coming Friday, May 28th at St. Mary Magdalene. There in the church proper, Father? Yes? Right, right at St. Mary Magdalene Church. That's yeah, the, right. the yes. Joyful Rosary of Life. Uh, and if you've never experienced uh, Father Will uh, speaking and preaching ap- about the rosary, man, you're missing out. Uh, I don't know if, you, if these are recorded or if they're available anywhere, but I love how you take the rosary and you pick it apart so well. Uh, it, it kind of, I, I love, I say pick it apart because it, it reassembles itself in my, in my brain in a way that like, wow, I didn't see it that way. And mm-hmm. I love how you do that. You just have a wonderful gift. Uh, of, of whenever you're, you're in a crowd, people will be talking about you know, all things holy, and I see you bounce up, and I can tell, uh-oh, something's going on, yeah. and you've mm-hmm. processed mm-hmm. something, and you, you throw it right back at us, and you say, you mean like this? And you, you glue it together. Mm. Uh, that's beautiful, Father. Thank you for, for, for all the work that you're doing to make this rosary life uh, uh, something happening. Is this the first one of its kind this coming Friday? I know you've done some before. Oh, we've done it many times, yeah, and I, I really wanted to continue, and well, I mean, who am I? I, I, I mean, if there's any gift, it's all obviously from the Lord, so all glory to Him. And I really, really, please pray for me that it really be our Father's will. But I really do believe our Lord is calling us. He is calling us back into the upper room to really seek His mercy while there is time. And it, yes, it, there is no mercy without trust. So it's very beautiful for what Father Martin just said about this delighting, uh, the Lord delights in us. And it reminds me of Psalm 37, when the, the psalmist says, you know, delight in the Lord 
and he will grant you the fulfillment of your desires. He will fulfill your desires. And truly, the fulfillment of our desires is to delight in the Lord. <laughs> it's the Lord who delights in us, and we delight in him. And this delight goes on and on and on forever and ever and ever. It's just this eternal circle of, of blessing and being blessed, glorying and being glorified by delighting, delighting in the Lord who delights in us. And it's in that, that spirit of faith um, that the beloved disciple speaks about in his letter that we can conquer the world. It's faith that conquers the world. Jesus, I trust in you. I trust that you're with me. I trust that even when I fall, you get me up. <laughs> you have a purpose. You have a plan. Every single detail has a purpose and a plan. And I imagine it was through that fall, Father Martin, that you were able not just to stand up, but as your brother said, you went to that conference for a purpose. You know? And it's a beautiful thought that God creates us out of love, but also with a purpose. And I can say that um, after the fall, I couldn't get up. And the first thing I did was I ran to my mother. Mm. And I said to her, Blessed Mother, you took care of me when I was born premature. Mm. Now I come to you as a 61-year-old baby. And I just put myself in your, in your motherly arms. Beautiful. So even though I'm usually an anxious person, obviously, as you can imagine, an operation, yeah. a fall like this was unexpected. It's nothing I'd gone through. But while I was waiting there in the emergency room, I had a piece that I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't recognize myself. Yeah. It was a piece that was given to me from heaven. Again, the whole thing, the whole thing has been Our Lady holding on to me, yes. by holding on to her. Yes. Yes, yes, and the mother, the mother of the church, and our mother, too. Um, and, and it's really our blessed mother who is calling us. So if I can just add a little bit. Yes, please this, do. This, this, with this faith, with this love, knowing that we're loved, knowing that we are, uh, we're also called. We have a purpose. And out of this great love, right, this love is explosive like the Big Bang. You know, All of creation is a revelation of God's love for us. Um, and this love we can't contain is explosive. And so, but we, we have these moments where we come to our powerlessness at the foot of the cross, just like Mother Mary herself was powerless at the foot of the cross. She couldn't save her son. She couldn't take her son off the cross. She just had to be there and suffer with him as he stood in the gap. Uh, Father, forgive them. So this great weapon was given to us in 1208, according to my Father Don Calloway, has written many books on the rosary. And it's just a great story, many stories, but this, this first story was this, this, this preacher who was trying to overcome the enemy of the church by preaching, and it was fruitless. So in desperation, he, he retreats three days, three nights into the woods, and then on the, the third day comes this angelic sign from heaven with our Blessed Mother. And our Blessed Mother says, Dominic, use this weapon. Use my Psalter. And so it was uh, this, this introduction, this heavenly gift called the Rosary, that St. Dominic and his brothers, the Dominicans, were able to defeat Albergensium, which was a heresy, which was really infesting the church at this time. And if you look, and thanks to Father Don Calloway and others, we, we, we can see there's a whole history of so many Rosary campaigns, confraternities, crusades, where this weapon has been used, meditating on the birth, life, death, resurrection of Jesus to overcome the enemy. And there's so many enemies throughout the history of the church, and there's so many enemies of the church today. Mm -hmm. So it's quite sobering to talk about the enemy. St. Paul says, you know, we're not unaware of his plans. So we need to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus all the time, but also beware of the enemy. And, and really what we are called, again, is to gather again in the upper room and pray for a new Pentecost. Uh -huh. 
And so that's, that's the hope, that through repenting on behalf of the church, on behalf of humanity, on behalf of families, that indeed there be a new release, the heavens open and a new release come down of God's signs and wonders that unbelievers may believe, the lukewarm may grow zealous, and the zealous be fully consecrated to God, our Father's will, and the most pure immaculate heart of Mary. And yet we need intercessors. We, we need you. We need your help. We, it's Our Lady who's calling us together, gathering this army to stand in the gap that God may pour out his mercy before it's too late. So I, I thank you. I thank you all for, for the privilege to be here and share uh, yes. this with you. Please come. You know, Father, we've talked about, uh, uh, is it uh, a servant of God, Patrick Payton, Father right. Patrick Payton, and how he was, he yeah. would, I forget, I need to look up the numbers of people he would gather together. Oh, millions, yeah. <laughs> millions, yeah. praying yeah. the rosary. Yeah. Uh, I, I think in, in some ep, uh, locations, over 100,000 people at once, so in total, a bunch of different times. We're going to, I'm going to find that stat and get it out there. But I do envision, I keep saying it, and I keep planting yes. them with seeds in people's minds, yes. of having the Alamo Dome, which I think holds 90 or 110,000 people. Mario would know that. No, he doesn't know. Um, uh, uh, it's in a, leaving, leading a rosary or Eucharistic procession yes. into oh, the beautiful. the Dome, uh, uh, seeing it filled, yes. packed with people from all over, not just the Archdiocese of San Antonio, but all over the United States, maybe even the world, praying the rosary. Well, an important part of our faith is dreaming. Not our dreams, but God's dreams. You know, God, what do you want? Mm, What's yes. your dream? Yes. What do you really long for? And so, Lord, give us your dream, that we may dream your dream. And really, what we see the most excellent ministry is, uh, in Hebrews, we see is intercession, where Jesus is praying at the right hand of God, our Father. So, Jesus, what are you praying? <laughs> what are your prayers? <laughs> what are your intentions? We want to pray your prayers. We want to pray in agreement what you want. What do you want to be done on earth? Certainly our Father's will as it is in heaven. Amen. I mean, can, can, you, can, you, can you picture that? Can you imagine oh, that? Oh, it is. I, it's, I, believe it's, I really believe it's God's dream that's planted in your heart and my heart. And I imagine many hearts, there's many who long for a revival to happen in San Antonio, that together we may declare that Jesus Christ is Lord of San Antonio. Amen. Uh, just to see that happen, you know, and you mentioned a dream, you know, the dreams happen also when we're asleep. And I love that little, yeah. the statue of the sleeping Jesus. Saint Joseph. I'm sorry, Joseph, St. Joseph, right. because that's when God spoke to him. Yes. So I tell my wife, let me sleep. God wants to talk to me. <laughs> no, that's not the case. Uh, but I wish it, it, that for all of us to continue to pray for that to happen. Uh, if it be his will, uh, I know this coming, uh, solemnity of, of Corpus Christi, uh, right. the, the vigil, the night, Saturday before, we're going to have a, a Eucharistic procession from San Fernando Cathedral led by His Excellency Archbishop Gustavo oh, all around a, a main plaza. Again, I think that's preparing us, preparing us. Maybe judge if we yes. could grow that more and more and more yes. to one day procession into the Alamo. It's mm, doable. Definitely. I know it is. It'd be awesome. Yes, Lord. Again, right if you're just tuning in right now, with us right now, uh, Father Will Combs of St. Mary Magdalene Catholic Church, Brothers of the Beloved Disciple, is the, did I say the order? Did I say that, yeah, that correct? Well, we're, 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 um, um, private um, association. That's there you cool. go, there yeah. you go. And Father Martin Scott, uh, the Servants of Divine Mercy, or Siervos de la Divina Misericordia. Uh, uh, Father Martin, uh, I'm sure as you hear Father Will speaking and his devotion to our Blessed Mother, I mean, like me, as I'm looking at him, I'm, I'm beaming inside, I'm, I'm exploding. It's it's beautiful. And with the the uh, the Feast of Pentecost yesterday, it just, I, I imagine that. Yes. I, um, I think every priest... I pray that every priest may truly be a Marian priest. Yes. Because Our Lady will take us closer to the greatest gift that we have as priests, which is the Most Holy Eucharist. Mm. 
And in my own life, and I'm, I'm, I think I've shared with Richard on the radio and I, that I, I grew up in a home that was, um, my mother was a good person, my father was a good person, but there was not a lot of love shared in our home, affection. Mm. And because of that, my mother was second of all, my mother in her own community, her own humanity, she preferred my twin brother, Father Philip. She told him that one day. Oof. Okay? But I always, as a little child, I always felt that. And unfortunately, that affected my relationship with Our Lady. Like, I, I prayed to her, but it was like, okay, I'm, I'm praying because I should pray, but I don't know if I can truly give my heart to you. Uh -huh. But the beautiful thing is Our Lady, who's definitely the best of mothers, she who was born without sin, the macro conception, Nothing, nothing blocks God's grace in our life. Yes. Okay? And we were, each of us, when you think of this, each of us, throughout all of the centuries, all of time, we were given to Our Lady when Jesus said, here's your son, through St. Saint jo Saint John. And it's something that I've experienced in my, in my own life as a priest, is how close Our Lady is how much she wants to mother us and give us the... It's like she knows us, each of us individually, and she wants to share her maternal heart according to our needs to us. Okay? And I can think of in my own life how Our Lady has and is revealing herself to me as a, as a mother, mm -hmm. which is incredible. It's incredible. It's a very... Mm -hmm. In my life, I can tell you, it's something very personal. It's very, very personal, mm. okay? And I think it's so important. And then in the same way, Our Lady will form to the power of the Holy Spirit from our hearts so that we can love Christ more, her son, because she always takes us yes. to her son. Yes. We don't stay with her. Mm. She takes us to her beloved son, Jesus, so we can love him with all of our humanity, with our personality. Not just half. No, all. Because God is a jealous God, and God wants all of us. All of us, that's right. He wants our entire heart. All of our heart. Which means all of our life. Yeah. So that we can be more faithful to Him. Yeah. And I think that the best one that will take us by the hand is Our Lady. Mm. And I can say that in my own life. And I can uh. say even since the last time I was here, how Our Lady, personally, personally for me, has taken me to her son. That's but it's by experiencing her motherly love more as Father Martin, okay? In a very personal way. Yes, yes. That's beautiful to hear because you know, all of us are hearing you and, and are blown away. You know, F Father, you hear it all the time, uh, that how, how people uh, revere you, uh, but your humanity uh, continues to come because you know, we're all fallen. We're all, we're all uh, sinners. And to hear that uh, Mary continues to, to draw you closer and closer. Her love for to us son. is so great. Something she spoke to my heart one time a few months ago was, you have to learn to abandon everything to me. And Our Lady takes <laughs> care of everything. Okay? Of every detail. Like the other day, the webpage of the bank where we do our banking in Peru, I pay our bills. Okay, and suddenly our, this sounds stupid, but our electricity bills, oh. that, okay, disappeared from my, from my account. So I couldn't pay our electricity bills, and I just gave it to our lady. 
Mm. And you know that she took care of everything. Mm. Wow. <laughs> okay, I also asked the intercession of, of, of Blessed Carlo Acutis. Ah, yes. Okay, he's become he's one of he's my, one of my new patron saints. Oh, that's good to know. For our community, okay? <laughs> it was incredible. I had a dream of him. Okay? So I, I and I think it's our lady, she's a mother. This is what I mean it's awesome. She's a mother of the church here on earth. Okay? But she's also the mother of the triumphant church in heaven. Amen. That's right. Okay? Yeah. And, and the communion of saints led by Our Lady are there to help us in an incredible, incredible, awesome way. And they want to help. This is our, our, our listeners should, should become aware of this. The communion of saints are, have such an incredible desire to help us out here on earth so they can lead us and pray for us so we can really be the disciples that we're called to be with God's grace. Amen. Folks, we need to continue to seek that, uh, seek their intercession. And we're going to take a quick break right now and come back. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about the, what's required of us. Uh, what do we need to do? What do we need to pray for to draw closer to Christ and to our Blessed Mother? So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more. Rise Stay tuned for more Rise and Walk here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Is fostering a culture of life important to you? Come join Father Will Combs, pastor of St. Mary Magdalene Catholic Church, for Adoration, the Divine Mercy Chaplet, and Praying the Joyful Rosary of Life, Friday, May 28th, from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. in the church, in reparation for all the sins committed against life and the family. For more information, call the parish office at 210-735-5269. Mary, Queen of Families, pray for us. Thank you for listening to the Guadalupe Radio Network and being part of the family. As family, we have a duty to pray for each other, and we would be honored if you would let us pray with you and for you. You don't even have to tell us your name. Just go to our website, grnonline.com, or call our prayer request line and leave us a message at 800-395-4008. That's 800-395-4008. We will be praying for you every day. 1-800-476-3008. 1-800-476-3311. What are you doing? I'm practicing giving out the phone number for the upcoming summer charathon. Oh, I guess it's not a bad idea. It's right around the corner, June 8th through the 11th, across the Guadalupe Radio Network. The theme is Holy Catholic, so make sure you call 800-476-3311 with your donation. You're definitely getting some good practice in, Cecil. Yeah, I'll put you down for a $5,000 donation, Dave. Dave? I was just practicing. Instead of fighting the crowds, isn't it so much easier to hop online and do your shopping in the comfort of your own home? Did you know that you can help the Guadalupe Radio Network when you shop online? All you need to do is shop on Amazon Smile and 0.5% of your purchase goes to the GRN. Just go to AmazonSmile.com and select La Promesa Foundation as your nonprofit of choice. La Promesa is the parent company of Guadalupe Radio. It's that simple to give a little extra help to the Guadalupe Radio Network. Now, back to Rise and Walk. All right, folks, and we are back with more Rise and Walk here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. We're just reminiscing uh, during the break here how awesome today's show is. I know I'm going to be tuning into this show, and I'm going to ask you if you're watching via Facebook right now. We had a little bit of an interruption. Jump back into it, but share this video. Bottom left part of your screen is a button that says Share. 
click on that button and just share this video. That way your friends know about it. Maybe they'll catch it later on when they Facebook later on this, this evening and catch this. This is such good material. When listening to Father Will Combs and Father Martin Scott, uh, it just, just boosts your spiritual life. And I, I get a sense for, you know, back when, uh, now we know him as St. Anthony of Padua, but when he was asked by Francis of Assisi to give the homily during the, the gathering of all these Franciscans, and when he spoke, initially you know, he was an introvert. But when he spoke, I think it's uh, St. Francis is quoted as saying, it was as if a new Pentecost had taken place. Wow. Hmm. How incredible that is. And I, I could say that right now for these two priests that are in my presence. It says a new Pentecost for the, for the Guadalupe Radio Network here in the, in, the, in the office, in the studio, is taking place. So yeah. very thrilled to have them both here. And uh, Sean, you had a question for each one of our priests. Actually, I, I did, you know, and here we are, and I'm just enjoying the conversation regarding uh, the Rosary, our Blessed Mother. And I remember as a revert myself coming into the church, and that was a, a big thing for me. Uh, it wasn't an obstacle to overcome, but getting in there, praying the rosary is how I really built up that relationship. And I had, to, I wanted to ask, you know, Father Will, if, if, if you want to go first, or Father Martina, if you'd like, um, either one of you, but the question really is, how, how for either one of you did you establish that devotion to our Blessed Mother? Oof. Oh, it's, it's a great joy. <laughs> How much time do we have? Um, well, again, uh, but I think there's something uh, universal in all stories, and uh, and Father Martin said it. It's that our Blessed Mother responds to us according to our needs, and it's really those who are the most needy, uh, the most poor in spirit, are the most blessed. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Theirs is the kingdom of God, and one of the greatest gifts of the kingdom is Our Lady. Um, and so San Antonio had this great devotion to Our Lady of Poverty because when we're poor, we're needy. And when we're needy, we ask. And we ask, we receive. And so I, I had a, I'm definitely mama's boy. My best friend growing up was mom. I love being with mom. <laughs> and she was just explosive with love, but very wise too. And she definitely challenged me and really helped me grow. And um, she was the mayor of the town. So I became, okay. I became, <laughs> I didn't know that. I became the class president. You know, so I kind of <laughs> imitated my mom. So at the age of 18, when I left home, it was an experience of death. I went eight hours north. From, I was from New Jersey, went up to Maine eight hours away, and my, my, my parents are just a phone call, my family's just a photo, high school's just a yearbook, and childhood is, is over, it's gone, and everything dies. And if everything dies, then what's the use of living? So I had this tremendous need and poverty inside of me, crying out for a savior. I didn't want to commit suicide, but what, what is there? I, I need someone who's risen from the dead. Oh, okay. So I accepted Jesus, and obviously by accepting Jesus, I kept seeking him and longing for him. So he led me to a life of prayer scripture and obviously it was our lord jesus who introduced wow. me to his mother and ah this great need for a mom <laughs> and so it was three years ago my mom died so yeah. even more so i mean so i had a great devotion to our blessed but after my mom died even more so yeah. so it's it's true our blessed mother really is here with us and i'm not motherless i am right. definitely my mom is with me and she loves me and she definitely loves you wow and father martin and i think in my own life um how I became, sought Our Lady more was when I entered the seminary. And um, initially, I got my degree in business finance because uh. I never used my degree. <laughs> okay, I just say I left. I left it in college okay, at the University of Maryland. Okay, because God called me to be a priest, and um, 
I, I was running away from the vocation to the priesthood, and I was looking for a job in Peru. Plus, that I met a girl. Mm-hmm. Even though, you know, obviously, I didn't marry her. But anyway, but I began to go date because I wanted a job. I wanted a job, and especially I did not want to be a priest. I mean, it sounds, <laughs> I mean, now I'm, you know, those of you who can see me, I mean, I have it, you know, been ordained 33 years. I'm a very happy priest. But um, there, I, I look back and I can say, even though I was running away from God's will, Our Lady mysteriously, motherly, took me in a very motherly way to her son's will, yeah, to her son. Yeah, beautiful. Okay? To the priesthood. Yeah. And um, when I entered the seminary, I remember my first day at the seminary, you know, there was philosophy, and I was, it was like a different language. Oh, wow. It was like Chinese written backwards. <laughs> I had no idea what was that. I remember I told my brother in tears while we were waiting in line, the lunch line in the seminary. I said to my brother, if this is the first day of classes, I wonder how the last day of classes will be. <laughs> okay? And I just gave myself totally to Our Lady. I said, Blessed Mother, if your son wants me to be a priest, I need your help. So God allowed what seemed to me an impossible situation. How am I going to get th- through this? Mm. But Our Lady, in a very beautiful way, led me into this, the, the power of Christ. I get, you know, Jesus, even though I didn't think that I was priest material, he opened up my heart. And I think Our Lady, something that was revealed to me the other day, Um, at a mission in Tampa before the accident, I was, um, I always wanted, I mean, obviously this is before I met the Lord. My brother was very outgoing and outgoing with girls, and I always compared myself. I was more bashful. And by the grace of God, I'm still a virgin. Okay? And I remember, and I used to, I mean, like, the, the devil used to tell me, like, you know, you didn't live out your manhood fully. And I was in prayer in Tampa this year on this mission. And suddenly Jesus revealed to me in a very incredible way that it was our Blessed Mother who requested that I remain pure. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I was in awe. And still in awe. Mm. Because I live out my manhood in a chaste, beautiful way. It's because of Our Lady requested that. I could have been a mess, a mm. moral mess, okay? like M&M's, a moral yeah. mess. <laughs> <laughs> But God protected me. And Our Lady, that was, our Lord never denies anything of our mother. Plus, and, and I think, in Our Lady led me to the greatness of the Eucharist because mm. I became enamored with our Eucharistic Lord. No. Okay, and I can think and that doesn't mean please don't, if there's anyone listening to us who is not chaste or whatever that doesn't mean I'm I'm I feel better than you no, absolutely not but I can see Our Lady who's the best of mothers will take us where we're at and she will take us to her son and we must let ourselves be taken by Our Lady to her son because hmm. there we will find God's mission for us. Wow, it's a beautiful way to put it. Wherever we've been hmm. in our life, no matter how far we've been, we've been away from God, through Our Lady, Jesus is very close. 
Yes. Amen. Uh, Father Martin, uh, your, the, the name of your order is the Service of Divine Mercy. So uh, Divine Mercy is on your habit and, of course, is, is part of your charism. If you were to, to describe uh, or, or the, the majority of people that you run into across the world, what would, you suggest, what would you say is the feeling or understanding that people have when it comes to Divine Mercy? Most people, I, I guess, don't get it with Divine Mercy. Is it, what do you, what do you, it's, do you it's concur? It's God's unfathomable, unlimited, unconditional, abysmal love that is offered for us. Mm. Jesus is there for us. He's there for us. He's always there for us and will always be there for us. Always. Waiting for us with the biggest open arms to draw us into his heart. You know, you've spoken in, in uh, the United Arab Emirates. I can't in, in say Kuwait, the word. In Kuwait. Oh, in Kuwait. In Kuwait. Uh, a little bit of the experience that you had there. What was that like? Because first of all, I, you, know, I, you know, I accepted to go because I thought it was going to be just a weekend retreat. <laughs> little did I know I was going to be there like almost three weeks. Wow. And God took me. And Kuwait is a country, as you can imagine, it's not... Christian, they say that there's religious freedom, but there really isn't. Although the, there are four parishes there that are practically, they look like modern buildings. You would never imagine they're a church. Oh wow! But there, I encountered people who had been, even though they were practicing Catholics, many of them had many unconfessed serious sins. So God used this, I call myself His nothingness, to draw those people to the. The mercy of God. Mm-hmm. And it was incredible. It was incredible. So I remember, uh, you know, I never know what I'm going to say on retreats. And that woman came to me, an American, <clears throat> an English teacher who lived in, in there for 30 years. She said, Father, I've been coming to these retreats for 30 years. This is by far the best retreat. Because it wasn't me giving it. It was Jesus, okay? Mm. And the thing is, there was, I mean, the Lord just, I, I, remember, I remember the Lord told me, after when you're ready to come home, you will know why I had you there for three weeks. Indefinitely. Jesus dipped me and dipped, dipped all those over there in, in the honey of his love. It's mm. a great way to put that. That's wow. what God wants to do because his love is so sweet. Mm. It's the, the beautiful thing. It, it is so infinite and unfathomable. And that's what I've experienced in my life as a priest. And God loves me explosively. And both of you being priests, uh, again, get to experience that love, that mercy. Mm-hmm. When you, am I saying it correctly? When you minister the sacrament of reconciliation yes. to the faithful, yeah. I bet you it's a beautiful experience for you. Yeah. Is there anything you can share about that? Of course, no, I'm not asking for anything. <laughs> right, sins, but right, right. any amazing experiences, Father uh, Will? Oh, every time. Every Because <laughs> what we're dealing with is mystery. We're dealing with a sacrament. It's I'm not the one who absolves. I'm not the one who forgives. It's Jesus. And yeah, amazing grace, so sweet the sound that can work. You know, through imperfect people, uh, a wretch like me. And yet, that, that's his will to work through his priest, uh, through his body. And so, yeah, it's just tremendous when people come so hurt, so wounded, because sin doesn't just hurt other people, it hurts ourselves. And we, we have to live with the blame, the shame. I love that passage, Come to me, all you are heavenly burdened, and our, our sins burden us. And I will give you rest. Learn from me, for my yoke is easy, my burden is light. And that's what's happening in, in every confession. It's a great exchange. And yeah, it is, it's a, it is a joy to see people 
to hear their, their hurts, to hear their pains, to hear their shame, and then remind them. I love quoting that, that Luke chapter 15, that there's more joy in heaven yes. over one sinner who repents than over the 99 self-righteous. And Jesus says, I come for sinners. It's mercy I desire. So you're fulfilling his desire by coming. So there's great joy right now in heaven. And, and that really lightens their load. And then to hear the word of Jesus say to them, I absolve you of your sins. It's so yeah, every, every confession is a miracle. It's, That's awesome. You know, I, I was so... Um, Unwell, uh, not well formed, or uninformed, or malformed. Back during my reversion, when I heard uh, my yoke is easy, I'm like, eggs, yolk. <laughs> yolk right. What are you talking about? <laughs> right. No, clue. Right, right. And I, of course, when I heard, I'm like, oh, that's what it means yeah, to be super glued <laughs> to Jesus. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's so true. Uh, if many of us would would uh, would would dive deeper into our faith yes. and learn more about about God's love yeah. for us, how immense it is. I know uh, Father Wade Menezes said at one time, I'm sure he's quoting somebody else, that uh, lo- mercy is, is, is love's second name. I think John Paul, JP2, uh, said that. Um, but if you, if you take whoever you love the most or everybody that you love and put them together compared to the God's love, your love is but a drop in the ocean of God's love and mercy mm-hmm. that he has for you. Mm-hmm. That's how immense it is that if you were the only one on earth, Jesus would have gone through everything yes. just for you yes. that he did. Yes. That just, yes. that blows me away. Yes. Yes. Well, if we can speak about this light, this positive and negative, the positive is speaking so much about God's love. The negative is our free will. We can, it's, it's, it's a frightening thought, but we can reject his love. That somehow God who's all powerful gives us a power. He gives us the power to choose. And so you see the first part of the Lord's Prayer is, Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Jesus, our daily bread. This is the love. But what can happen is we can fall asleep. We can get indifferent. Well, if, if God is love, then we can do whatever we want. doesn't matter because God's love anyway. And so there's a horrible disease that's infesting certainly humanity and even the church of this, this religious indifference. Like it, then it really doesn't matter. If God's love, then whatever doesn't matter what I do because God's going to love me anyway. Now, we have to talk about the second part of the Lord's Prayer, which is forgive us. As we forgive, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And there is, there is evil with a power to seal, kill, and destroy. And there's so many who've fallen asleep. Jesus says in the Garden of Gethsemane, stay awake and pray. My soul's in distress. The spirit's willing. The flesh is weak. Pray that you may not fall under temptation. And in three times, he, he requested they stay awake and pray. And three times, they denied him in the Garden of Gethsemane. And how we are living in a sleeping culture of denial and distraction, where people think, well, God is love, so it really doesn't matter. Now, we need to talk about the consequences if we do not choose his love. And that's, again, why, why I'm inviting everyone to come. I was going to say, right, it's come. <laughs> Please come. We really need to seek the Lord's mercy because the Lord is merciful, but he's also just. And he calls us to justice. He calls us to be holy. Be holy as the Lord is holy. In a sense, divine mercy leads us to divine will, that we do the will of God. Thy will be done. And that's how when we defeat the enemy, when we completely are obedient to the will of God on earth as it is in heaven. So yes, we need to come together and repent for ourselves, but also on behalf, as Catholics, we're a priestly people to stand in the gap and really seek the Lord's mercy for everyone. So in that moment of desperation, everyone may ask and receive mercy. Amen. And Father Martin. Uh, and God is something that came to me so strong yesterday. There was a, after the Mass, uh, the exposed Eucharist, 
and there was a prayer time of prayer for the people attending at this conference in Houston. And something came so strong to my heart is, I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's like no matter our state, yeah. God is there for us just to smother us in his love. But like Father Will said, he is a just God. Yes. He's not indifferent to our sins. He doesn't take our sins as if they were, uh, like if we're giving him pastries from a baker shop. No. Sin is a rejection of God. Yes. And, and that's why it's so important, I think, to take sick as very seriously the sacrament of reconciliation because then our eyes are opened up. Yes. Our eyes are opened up and we realize, I, can, I need God. I need God. I cannot live without God. I cannot live without God. What's frightening is when people don't make a good confession. Yes. They, they go to confession as if, like for superstitious reasons, mm. and they feel good about themselves, and they put their trust in the repentance instead of putting their trust in God's mercy. Right. Now, look what I did. Well, in all honesty, did you fully examine your conscience? And right. many people don't know the difference between light and darkness. They don't know the difference between good and evil. They don't know the difference between brownies and dog poop. And they confuse the two, <laughs> and there's a lot of poison today, and people are eating poison because they don't know the difference. Therefore, examine their conscience while well, their conscience isn't fully formed. And the truth is, many times, you know, the devil who, who's never asleep, he tricks us by thinking, you know, well, everybody does this sin, and it can't be that bad. Like if it was a survey. Right. No. Yeah. No. Sin is sin. Right. Yeah. Sin is sin. And it's, fire is fire. And if you yeah. put your hand in it, no matter what you believe you'll in. You'll get burned. You're get burned. Yeah, yeah, you'll get burned in big time. Yeah. But the beautiful thing is that we realize that God it, is ready. He's ready He's to always forgive. there for us. Always. <laughs> yes. Always, always, always. Yes. And please, I beg our listeners to realize this. Yes. No matter what sins you have committed, God's mercy is infinitely greater. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid, Come. but he's waiting for you in truth. Yes. We can only experience the power and the victory of the cross of Christ, the power of his passion, death, and resurrection, the power of his love by being truthful to God. Yes. We have to be truthful. Yes. We cannot, uh, how do you say, beat around the bush. Yes. We must be true. And when we're true, okay, when, when for example, when, when St. Uh, Peter realized that he had denied Christ, yes. Our Lord was there with open arms, the resurrected Christ, yes. to forgive him. Okay? And that's why Jesus asked him three times, you know, do you love me? Because Jesus wanted to heal the effects, the consequences of his denial. And St. Mary Magdalene, St. Francis of Assisi, all of us experience that conversion. If we want to experience the power of his love, that ocean of infinite love and mercy, we must come to Christ with truth, which are our sins. The only thing that we can do incredibly is sin by ourselves. But he's there to forgive us always, always, always. And that's why we have, as Catholics, we have that incredible sacrament of of, uh, reconciliation, of his mercy. And the truth shall set us free. Oh, always, always, always. So I I, I was going to ask, so on Friday night, uh, Father Will, uh, Eucharistic Adoration, uh, Confession, yes, no? Oh, that'd be oh. great, but no, no. Okay. It'd be, it'd be, uh, um, uh, Holy Mass earlier in the day, but yes. part, not part of the specific. Right, it's, 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 yeah, there will be some teaching, but it'll be mostly definitely. Um, in fact, you'll all receive, for those who come, uh, your yes. Rosary of Life booklet, which with each mystery, it's, it's the first half of each mystery is praying for the culture of life. 
And then the second half of each mystery is repenting for the, the, on behalf of others for the culture of death. And so with each mystery, we're learning the difference between these two cultures. So we're forming the conscience so everyone makes good choices. And then we're, we're standing in the gap, re- repenting on behalf of others. So everyone will get their own booklet of um, not just the joyful, but the luminous, the sorrowful, the glorious, as we, we really put on the, the lens of Jesus and we can see reality through Jesus, who is the truth, and better make, make better choices. Amen. We have one minute left, and I want to make sure that both of y'all uh, say a blessing to, for our listeners. Give them a blessing. So how we're, how, I'm not sure how this is done. Holy Father, in the name of your beloved Son, Jesus, the power of the Holy Spirit, through the intercession of Our Lady and St. Joseph, and all of the communion of saints, may Almighty God bless all those who are listening to this wonderful program. In the name of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 And as far as the east is to the west, God sets us free from our sins. Greater than the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for us, which makes a beautiful cross. So may Almighty God bless you with this great faith that God's love for you endures forever. And I too bless you in the name of the Father, the Son. And the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Wow. This this show is going to go down in history. It's one of my most favorite shows. I'm very excited. I'm probably going to go watch it and listen to it myself. So I want to thank both of y'all. Father Will Combs of St. Mary Magdalene and his joyful rosary of life this coming uh, Friday from 7 to 9. And Father Martin Scott, thank you so much for being with us here on Rise and Walk. Thank you so much. And until next week, may all of us continue to the two weeks to Rise and Walk. God bless y'all. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to Rise and Walk. To listen or watch again, go to iTunes or visit the Guadalupe Radio Network Facebook page. Have a question or comment? Email us at riseandwalk at grnonline.com. And make sure to join us next week for another episode of Rise and Walk. This is Sean Rice, your assistant general manager for the Guadalupe Radio Network for South and Central Texas. And it's that time of year again, time for our summer share Beginning Tuesday, June 8th, this share has the theme of Holy Catholic, Living Holy Catholic with Radio for Your Soul. We would ask that you please prayerfully consider calling in your pledge of support for the Guadalupe Radio Network and help us keep our airwaves Catholic across South and Central Texas. Thank you so much and God bless you. Mother Teresa said, let no one come to you without leaving better or happier. This is how we try to live our personal and professional lives. We're Rob and Camille DeMaio, proud sponsors of Guadalupe Radio here in San Antonio. Our team of realtors can help you through every step of buying or selling a home. For more information, call us at 210-488-1144 for real estate help in San Antonio and throughout the United States. Rob and Camille DeMaio, your real estate team. 210-488-1144. The Arch Confraternity of St. Philomena of San Antonio invites you to Holy Mass and the recitation of the Litany of St. Philomena at her statue at Holy Spirit Catholic Church, Tuesday, May 25th at the 1210 Daily Mass. Come celebrate the Feast of the Finding of Her Tomb and the Translation of Her Relics. Plus, learn more about this powerful saint. 
All are invited. Call Julie at 843-4243 for details or go to Facebook.com slash Philomena S.A. Spreading the splendor of truth. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Thanks for listening to KJMA 89.7 Floresville, San Antonio. On the Guadalupe Radio Network in South Texas. Catholic Radio for your soul. Catholic Radio for your soul. And also streaming on grnonline.com and on your smartphone.